This is Style Shifter. In the next hour, we will journey into the past, present and future of personal fashion decisions. My name is Daria, and every week you and I will embark on a time machine that operates on self-awareness and stylistic solutions. Our destination? A place from which you can shift from style insecurities towards more confident fashion choices. Welcome my today's guest, Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Tell me, what are your fashion struggles at the moment? I have plenty, but one of the things that I've struggled for the longest time is that I do love to shop. And when I shop, then I always have like something I'm very excited about. For example, positioning myself in work environment specific way. So I need suits, I need dress suits and I need pencil skirts and so on. And I shop for a specific idea without thinking of how I will actually feel about these items. Sales, the worst thing, <laughs> because they're like, oh, great, great sale on this thing that I believe that I need. And a lot of this emotional, like, oh, this item is going to solve all of my problems <laughs> type of shopping. And how often do you shop? So I too have two types of habits. One of them is I love thrift shopping. So there's times when I just set a time aside and then it's like one a, once a month. And then are times when I feel sad or or just upset or anxious and i'm like hey i'll just browse shops i don't always buy something but uh, i definitely like to browse and nowadays you know online you can online shop anytime you want and i don't always buy something but i definitely browse stuff at least once a week if not more <laughs> okay thank you for your honesty i have a very interesting checklist in my hands mm -hmm. with some questions that will help us understand if your shopping habit is a problem. Oh, okay. Would you like to do that? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the questions are simple, yes or no. So question number one. Do you think about buying things most or all days? When it comes to fashion items, yeah, most days. <laughs> Do you shop to cope with a problem or because you are bored? Yes. Do you find that your experience anxiety before you shop, followed by relief after you shop? Yes. After you buy an item, does the excitement quickly wear off? It gets quicker and quicker the more I buy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. Do you feel guilty about your purchases or hide them from others? I live alone, but I definitely feel guilty if someone is like, oh, I've never seen that item before. And I'm like, oh, I had it. You just haven't seen it. <laughs> it's mm. Have you ever told yourself that you will never buy again? Well, like, for example, a period. I'm like, I won't buy anything for three months or something like that. I've done that. Yeah. Was it successful? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you shop, do you often find 
that you spend more or buy more items than you had intended? Yes. Do you buy things you normally would not because they are on sale? Yes. Do you have a shopping wish list? No, I actually don't. Okay. We have a no. <laughs> Do you have duplicate items in your closet? Almost no, but I recently, recently did a deep cleanse. I had a lot though, yeah. Are there still tags on many of your clothes and accessories? Not anymore. I fixed that during the cleanse, but there was, yeah. Do you feel that you should never wear the same outfit twice? No, I don't have that problem. Have your friends and family commented on your shopping behaviors? No, luckily not. Okay, that's it. Well, it seems that you answered yes to most of these questions. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> and this means that your shopping habits are likely unmanageable. Hmm. Yeah. So, it's time to make a change. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like you have a very big problem because you don't shop every day. And there are people that shop every day. But it definitely seems that there are some things to improve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The first thing I think we should start with is to understand what triggers your shopping behavior. What does prompt you to shop? Have you ever thought about it? Yeah, I've thought about it. And to me, shopping and browsing items online and in stores, like feeling the textures, the colors, it takes away your mind. So it like takes all of your attention. And if there's something back in your head that you cannot handle, some kind of issues at work or something, you know, you can for an hour, like, knock out your brain, <laughs> just have some freedom and relaxation of sorts. And of course, if you stumble across an awesome item, then you got to get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's a very common problem, especially now that clothes are so affordable, so easy to buy. They are everywhere around the corner, online. It costs very little. We have thrifting now. Thrifting culture is also kind of damaging our yeah. behaviors. And we often buy things not because we need them, but because we are really trying to satisfy our deeper needs. So we might be feeling lonely, unhappy, unfulfilled, or just looking for distractions. Like you said, maybe mm -hmm. you had a bad day at work and it's so much nicer to go to the shop and see all the colors, all the designs, touch the fabric, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Maybe that's a, your distraction. Or maybe there are some deeper things that you've never thought about. Mm, possibly, yeah. Because shopping can temporarily help us feel better and avoid facing these complicated yeah. emotions. Yeah. It's important for you to understand what exactly are you trying to cover 
up with shopping, even browsing or buying new clothes. Mm-hmm. What prompts you to shop? You need to observe yourself. So observe next month without making any changes. So you still can buy things, mm-hmm. right? But you should understand what triggers you to go shopping or to go browsing mm-hmm. and putting things in a cart. What happens in your life? So maybe it can be something happened at work. Maybe you don't feel satisfied. You feel sad and you need to constantly make yourself feel better. Or it can mm-hmm. be the other way around that you can feel happy and you want to reward yourself for that. Yeah, this is very important because without understanding the trigger, you can't fix the problem. Yeah. 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 If you think now about the past month, mm-hmm. or maybe let's be even more precise and think about your last purchase. When did that happen? The last thing I bought was for the Barbie premiere because I wanted a costume for it. So I feel like that's justifiable. <laughs> but before that, I remember, I'm sure there was were some times in between, but I remember one specific time where me and my, my partner are going to couples therapy where we had a very interesting session and it ends at seven and I had one hour to get to the shop that I like so that I can shop <laughs> at least like relax to some extent. When you think about it, it's like, oh no, I have to make it in time so I can, it's like a bit of an addict, definitely. <laughs> well, okay. So you went shopping after the therapy session. Yeah, exactly. Because it was stressful and I didn't want to think about it, I think. And just, yeah. To, Do you think yeah. you wanted to just distract yourself or you wanted to reward yourself? Mm, distract and like get it out of my head. Or, or the discussions that were there, just like... You know, mm-hmm. and what did you clean buy? slate sort of? Uh, what did I get? I think I got a bunch of things. It was a thrift store, so it wasn't super expensive. Linen pants that I actually like, and I think I will work with. But there was also a light white shirt, which I thought it's gonna work for work, but it's super bright white, and it doesn't really always fit with the, my outfit. So I promptly donated it. <laughs> afterwards so that didn't work out long term that's interesting that you donated immediately you do that often Uh, yeah there's i think in most of europe there's super convenient donation uh, bins specifically for textiles so at Mm. least i don't feel like i'm throwing it out at least it's being reused in some sort of because the items get sorted and reused so it makes me feel slightly better but i understand it's not really someone else could have bought it and actually used it in the shop so it's not actually great did you feel guilty after you bought all these things yeah not great because it was very much like oh great quality item for a great price therefore i'm gonna take it and like 
afterwards. I'm like, why? I have space in my closets because I cleaned it out, but I specifically removed a lot of hangers. You don't have the position where to place it. And then I'm running out of hangers again. I'm like, mm, I don't like this feeling. I see it like cluttering up again, and I don't really want to get back there. Mm -hmm. So you've decluttered recently? Yeah, like May, start of June, something like that. The whole Marie Kondo situation where you pick every item and does it spark joy? Yeah, that, that one. And did you get rid of a lot of things? So much. Yeah, so much stuff. How did it feel to get rid of all the stuff? Actually quite relieving and it's crazy how much I got rid of and how much... I'm not missing at all. I don't even remember the, most of the items I get rid of. It's just weird how many stuff I'm capable of accumulating around me without even noticing. And it, I, I'm not like a hoarder. If you go in my apartment even before, it's quite, everything's fine. It's not like crazy, but still every single drawer and so many items that I don't actually use. Do you usually wear what you buy? Or half and half or just... One third or? At that point in time, I think it was like maybe 20% that I was worrying on circulation. And then, okay, sometimes there are like festival items and obviously I don't wear them daily, but some items I'm like, wow, this is such a cool item. Cannot let go of it, but also there's some reason why I'm not going to wear it. And I just keeping it and <laughs> for some, I don't know, reason. So a lot of those items I let go for, I don't know, why was I holding on to them so many? Yeah. And when you shop now, after all this work you did with decluttering, do you consider what you already have to create outfits? Or is just, again, the same old story that you see something on a discount you buy it or just caught your eye and you think like i'll figure it out in the future mm, i think it's getting better because i've mm -hmm. kind of figured out what's the look that i like kind of figured out the colors i like and the shapes so both the shapes i like and that kind of complement myself because I'm really really tall like six feet tall so I had tons of very cool shirts button-up shirts that were just too short and the arms and stuff for example I stumble across one of those when shopping and I'm like wow this is perfect but I do my arm test and I'm like nope <laughs> it's just not gonna work I won't wear it because I feel uncomfortable I already have a couple of things that I check in wet but yeah something still kind of get through hi style shifters ever wondered what it's like to have a wardrobe that is full of exciting ready-to-wear outfits thousands of women have done it with the wonder wardrobe online course the course is your ever-present style ally Packed with outfit formulas and styling tips from my extensive experience as an international personal stylist and shopper. It's time to ditch the style riddles and get practical style results today at wonder-wardrobe.com.
let's get back to the plan. So mm-hmm. how are we going to deal with your shopping habits? So first you said you need to under- identify your triggers. Yeah. And then the second step would be finding a replacement behavior. Oh, okay. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what can that be? For example, a good way to deal with this would be to create a monthly budget mm-hmm. that allowed only a small amount to be used specifically for shopping. Okay. Yeah. That sounds easy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds easy, but it might be challenging at first. Well, you allocated small amount of money for shopping. Even though it's a small amount of money, it doesn't mean that whatever you buy should cost very little. Right? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you have to go for some crazy deals and buy more. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. means that you have to think about what you need this month and try to fit into your budget. It could be one item, it could be two maybe three i don't know depending on your resources so that would be your second step mm-hmm. yeah okay super silly question how, how many items do are like in this budget is like accessories i don't know like basic things socks stuff like everything's in this budget right okay yeah. okay so <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course, there could be an emergency. Yeah, of course. That that is all right. But also, you have to be mindful about this emergency. It can be that you you will spend this small amount of money on the emergency, and that's it. And you will not be able to buy anything for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you can can do it? I can do that. Yeah. I think it's especially fun in the sense that if I have this money allocated and I save up for several months and I won't feel guilty for spending more on a single item, I think, because I do struggle with that when there's something that I like, but it's a bit more pricey. I'm like, yeah, but I can find it for like nothing elsewhere. Why would I spend actual money on it? (laughs) So I actually like it. I think it might help me in several departments. Good. And it's always good to remember, especially with the popularity of movements like no buy months or no buy years or whatever, yeah. right? That it's not your case. You cannot just stop buying things because mm-hmm. that will never work. And that will might trigger even worse behavior than before. Okay completely stopping is not your case mm-hmm. makes sense <laughs> then the third thing that you need to do is that you need to remove enablers mm-hmm. what can that be newsletters that's a huge one like a shopping site newsletters they're like big sale come now buy everything yes that's me that is very easy to do. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Another uh-huh. one in, uh, on Instagram, we have like saved brands and shops and items. Do you have that as yeah. well? Do you do that? No, luckily I gave up social media. Good. Okay, newsletters you delete, easy peasy. What mm-hmm. would be harder and more efficient is to leave your wallet at home. What? <laughs> oh. Yep. That Or, sounds crazy. <laughs> do you have a car? Do you drive a car? No. No. Mm. Okay, because you could leave your wallet in a car. Yeah, yeah. 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 I guess I can just like plan any kind of other expenses I might have and just like keep a couple of euros on me for emergencies, but otherwise keep my card at home. I think that could totally work because it's not how often do I need like more than 50 euros all of a sudden. Do you have any other things that uh, prompt you to buy? For example, do you have friends that go with you? Uh, no, no. Luckily, I'm the only one who's very obsessed with clothes. I work in IT, so there's a lot of guys and they completely don't care about that stuff. I think they were the same thing for five years and they're completely content with it. So no, no enablers there. <laughs> What about your family? I don't go shopping with them, but my you mom definitely also has that habits similar to me, but we don't go shopping together. So, mm. Okay, good. Don't go with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> <laughs> yeah. Just alone and without any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next step would be to create an emergency plan of action does that mean so it's very easy you can create a list a special maybe in your notes on your phone create a list of things that you really like and would like to buy maybe it's something you saw online maybe it's something you saw in the shop and you took a picture of it mm-hmm. yeah you put everything in the list but you can't buy it. You just put it in a list, you wait one week, and only then you can go again, see the list, and if you still like something, then okay. you are allowed to buy it. Okay, that's easy. I can do that. Yeah? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I have this habit, like, you already have your cart, and then you're like, Oh, but since I'm ordering stuff, I might as well add something else. I think this might help me not do this thing where I just like pop in a couple of more trinkets in the cart when I'm ordering online. You can't put anything in the cart. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. You don't buy anything for a whole week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You only put your favorites in the list that is not in the shop, but away in your phone yeah or in a journal i don't know how you like mm-hmm. it but you can't buy it because this mm-hmm. is all impulsive behavior yeah mm-hmm. yeah and only in one week if you look at it again and you still like it then it's not impulsive it means that there might be something there 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you like it. But then, of course, after that, you have to ask yourself if it really is something that you need. Will it fit to my wardrobe? Where am I going to wear it? A lot of other things. Hey there, amazing listener. I have a small favor to ask. Could you please take a moment to rate and review the Style Shifter podcast on your favorite platform? You would help even more women to find these fashion tips and maybe even hear their stories on future episodes. The Style Shifter podcast could benefit greatly from your honest rating. Now, let's get back to our story. Another thing is that you have to make a deal with yourself and promise that you will not go for sale or thrifting. This is going to be hard. No thrifting specifically. Because this also kind of help you to justify your behavior. Sometimes we get not sometimes, but quite often we get triggered with this sales and the super deals. Mm-hmm. And instead of buying something that we really, really need and the quality we deserve, yeah. we buy stuff because marketing people tricked us into buying it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Better to have slightly less, but stuff that you actually wear and it brings you joy mm-hmm. every day and also keeps the quality because this is very important. Otherwise, you're just going to buy and buy and buy. Yeah. Yeah, at least that, that part I have quite like crappy quality and crappy polyester stuff. At least I've moved on from it because at least in the moment sometimes it looks good but the amount of clothing i've gone through i know it's not worth it because it just feels weird and just not pleasant so i never wear it anyway so yeah but the thing is that sometimes i have these like oh i like nice materials these kind of things it's on sale so i get it but it's not the color that i like Mm-hmm. And because this color is sale and that color is not, again, take the one that's on sale. And then I would have actually worn the one that I paid a little bit more for. I definitely see the point of just like stop looking at the sales. Because if you want it, just get it and don't get that many items. <laughs> it's okay to buy something on sale, but then you have to always be very, very clear and ask yourself, would you buy it if it wasn't on sale? yeah yeah if it's yes then yeah buy it if it's no like you said ah the color is not really mine what's the point of it it's just gonna clutter Mm -hmm. again yep 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 oh well yeah well that's a lot of work (laughs) it is but i promise Mm -hmm. that it will just benefit you I understand that, of course, it's much, much harder to sit with yourself, feeling some horrible emotions. It's very, very difficult. We all Mm -hmm. try to escape through a lot of different things. We're all guilty of it. We're all humans. We're not very strong at feeling horrible (laughs) things. (laughs) 
not pleasant. I hate that <laughs> as well. Wow, this is way bigger. I was just like, let's talk about cute clothes and uh, like, <laughs> what are your deepest, darkest secrets? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know, but you can't get to the part of cute clothes and just creating your personal style, what everyone dreaming about, dealing with this heavy stuff. Some people have shopping, in your case, it's not a disorder yet, but it's close. Some people have horrible body image issues. They mm-hmm. just hate themselves. Some have horrible self-esteem. So it's a lot of different problems that stop us from actually enjoying clothes, enjoying fashion. Yeah. So before we get to learn how to enjoy fashion, we have to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. I would be so happy if I could just help everyone to dress nicely without addressing all these dark sides. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's just impossible. I've tried. I'm working as a personal stylist for 14 years already. I've tried oh. that. It just doesn't work. But only if I address stuff like that, people start to change or start to think or be aware of situations like that. Only then they will allow mm-hmm. themselves to look better or to try to get better. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is actually kind of great because since fashion is something I like, I actually have a reason to try to deal with the deeper issues so that I could get to having fun with fashion again. This is actually like a quite much more pleasant (laughs) way to address all these concerns and try to understand and deal with situations instead instead of avoiding them and just, you know, hiding them behind something else. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can definitely learn to pay attention to your feelings mm-hmm. before you go sh- shopping. Yeah. Which is very important. You should understand why you want to shop, when you usually shop, and how shopping makes you feel both during and after. Mm-hmm. And this also helps you guess when you might shop next. We call it a mindful shopping. It doesn't mean that you just buy purely what you need. Of course, you can go left and right and buy something like, oh, I uh, a dream of future me. But if you're mindful about only, then it's okay. And you realize that, yes, this purchase will be not maybe as practical as I usually do. But that's okay because all other purchases were very practical and I wear everything I bought. So I want to keep myself for all this great behavior. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's when you shop with open eyes, then it's a completely different experience because obviously no one just wears, I mean... Except Zuckerberg, just t-shirts and shorts or what's his default. Everyone has like, you know, your special outfits and that's completely fine if you actually wear it. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to do all this work. And in the meantime, of course, you can start already having fun with fashion and with what you already have in your wardrobe. Yeah. Start with understanding what kind of outfits you can create. Calculate them, how many outfits, understand 
what is missing so maybe you still have items that you left because you love them but maybe you don't have enough outfits maybe mm. it's like a cool pair of trousers or something that you can only pair with two tops that's not good you can either think of other ways to style them or maybe keeping them for another season, maybe for autumn or spring, you know, and try to see mm-hmm. what else you can do. You can find a few more tops that go with those pairs of trousers, but only if those new tops also go with other buttons you already have in your wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So think of it as a puzzle. You have a puzzle at home which is your wardrobe. (laughs) You have a lot of little pieces there at the moment. Mm -hmm. And now you need to put the puzzle into places so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I'm in a good space for that. And I think before I decluttered, I wouldn't be able to because there was just too much of everything. But now it's very clear that there are things that I really, really like, and I would love to wear them more often, but there's not exactly things that would match and be appropriate for every occasion. Not that I'm going to go and shop right now, but there are things that I know I'm missing. (laughs) Yeah, put it in that list I told you, the Mm -hmm. wish list that you can't buy for a week. Mm -hmm. You can still look for it, you know? Oh, I can do that. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy. <laughs> okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your honesty. I'm sure that a lot of women will relate and a lot of women have the same issue. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity. It was really nice to actually talk and explain express myself to someone who understands that fashion is more than just covering yourself. In the end of the podcast, I always like to ask my guests, have you ever had an outfit that made you feel fantastic? Yeah. The first thing that comes in my mind, I don't know if it's the most, most special one, but Last year, I presented my thesis in computer sciences, and you also have to present it in person and so on. And I found this really cool, like sleek blazer with a extended shoulder, like a sharper shoulder. And it looked so cool. I felt like a million bucks. And I feel like I got one grade up because this outfit was so good. <laughs> well, at least I felt great. <laughs> Nice. And what else? Uh, tell me about the whole outfit. So you had this cool blazer and then? The cool blazer. And then for ages ago, I had silk top that was like s- somehow the perfect shade with the blazer. It was like a light sand beige tone. And for the randomest thing, there I had these sun-tone jeans that looked quite presentable and they just fit perfectly with everything. So it's like monochrome, sandy type of deal, like very light, very breezy outfit, but also smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds cool. Sounds cool. So now I want you to keep in mind that feeling you had that this mm-hmm. outfit gave you. You said like yeah. a million bucks. 
<laughs> and then whatever you buy in the future should always give you that feeling. Wow. Okay. That's a high, <laughs> that's a high requirement, but yeah, I would love it. And every day when I dress up, I would feel like that. That would be quite nice. Yeah. I'm sure it will. I hope it was helpful. Super helpful. It's so many tips. I have a, like a whole notebook <laughs> with everything and, and uh, very doable and kind of actually, this doesn't sound like it's depriving. It's more like, as you said, replacement behaviors that it's replacing with cooler stuff. So it doesn't feel like I'm on a diet, but just like an adjustment. Thank you so much for this amazing opportunity and have fun with your new podcast. It's awesome what you're doing with your job. It's really Thanks. helping so many people. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much. And there we have it, style shifters. Another journey through the fashion time machine has come to an end. I hope you found today's stylistic exploration insightful and that it has sparked a shift in your own fashion perspective. It's been an absolute pleasure guiding you through the past, present and future of fashion decisions today. Subscribe so you don't miss next week's Style Shifter episode. There are more real women and more style changes to learn from. As always, I'm Daria, your conscious guide into the world of style shifting. See you on our next styling adventure.